Welcome to the All-in-One Podcast for Middle School Language Arts Teachers. I'm Linda, and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well, hey there, it's Linda. I hope all is going well in your world and that you are enjoying your summer or if you are back to school, I hope that it is off to a smooth start. I am so excited to continue with our back to school series. This is actually the fifth episode in the series. And if you didn't listen to the other four, um, we talked about a few different things that might be of interest. First, we talked about things that you can do now from home to make your life a little bit easier and a lot less stressful. In the second episode, I laid out a clear plan to set up your language arts classroom. In the third, we got into the nitty gritty of setting up a classroom library. And in the fourth one, we went over the wildly important concept of setting up clear classroom expectations. I'm really hoping that this back to school series is helpful and is actually relieving some of your stress and definitely I hope it's not adding to it. Okay, so today we're going to be discussing your first unit. Before I begin, I want to make sure that you know that I will be mentioning a few valuable freebies. I also really want to encourage you to sign up for my email list. I do a bunch of freebies and once you're on my list, I start sending them out to my subscribers. And you'll also be alerted when there is a sale or a new product of interest, so you'll definitely want to opt into this. Uh, My email opt-in and any freebies or products that I mention will all be linked in the show notes for your convenience, so don't forget to check them out. Okay, so your first unit. There's going to be a lot that goes into this decision as to what to do. And, you know, you might have that dictated to you. In that case, if you're listening, please keep listening, but just kind of focus your listening to get some tips for how to actually execute this unit and some of the things that you might want to consider. Okay, so let's dive in to our first unit. And as I go through the podcast, I'm going to be talking about an ideal starting point. And I'm not talking about that very first and maybe second day of school where you're, you know, doing your ice breaking activities and your community building and setting expectations. And that's all really, really important. I'm talking today, though, about your first actual unit of study as a language arts teacher. So for me, in my school, I was lucky enough, well, or unlucky enough, depending on how you look at this, um, to develop the curriculum for sixth grade language arts. Now, so so much went into this, as you can imagine. Um, And honestly, it was a labor of love. They, of course, pay you for curriculum writing, but I will tell you my hours far exceeded what they paid me. And does that make me a fool? Maybe. But you know what? In the end, I got to um, drive the ship, so to speak. And I really did set up my whole year 
And it was actually a, a really important thing that I did for myself as well as for the district. And it was really helpful to me. So in any event, when I sat down and said, okay, writing curriculum for the entire year, of course you have some things to choose from, but I will tell you there were four things that I considered when I started the year because I just believe that having the right unit to begin your year with is so key to hook your kids in, to let them know what, you know, what is what in your classroom and to really get them into it. Okay, so here are the things that I considered when I was selecting my first unit. First, it had to be engaging. Um, obviously, we want our students to be engaged from the get-go. And that means for me, I'm not starting off with something like an essay. It's just not that engaging. So it had to be engaging. The second criteria, it should not be overly difficult. Okay, although we always want our kids to be challenged, you know, I'm a sixth grade teacher and this is their first year of middle school. And in my districts, my kids come in very nervous for the most part and they want to do well. So this isn't time for my most difficult unit. It just isn't. Okay, the third uh, criteria is that it needs to teach the skills needed to run a workshop and skills that they're going to need to fall back on for the year. All right, so this is really important to me as I teach a reading writing workshop model. And whatever your model of, of teaching, you want this first unit to actually teach not only the unit itself, but the skills and expectations that you have for kids throughout the year. And I'm gonna get more into detail about this when I go over my example that I chose. And the fourth and last criteria is to make it relatively easy to be met with success. Now, this means keeping it streamlined and setting really clear expectations. I am absolutely not suggesting to give a watered down curriculum or assessments here. What I am suggesting is that if the kids do the work, they should be able to be met with success. You don't want them feeling defeated at the beginning and labeling language arts and you as a teacher that are just too hard for them. Okay. All right. So what unit did I choose that would fit these four criteria? After doing some research and digging deep into how I wanted the year to run, I felt that starting with a reading workshop unit was the way to go. And as an FYI, I alternate between reading and writing units. And I, I get into a lot of that. I have a, a, a writing workshop course and I get into why I do that. But for me, language arts is about 55 minutes long and having to teach both of them in one day or alternating days was just way too confusing for my students, okay? And I understand that many of you uh, may not, but I would highly recommend starting with just reading for the first two to three weeks or however much time you want to spend on that first unit. And I just want to go over with you how my reading unit fits into the criteria. Okay, so the first criteria, remember, is that it has to be engaging. So although I do book clubs throughout the year, 
where kids get to choose their own books, we do a class novel at the beginning of the year. This way, I can be sure to pick something that is highly engaging for them. In a reading writing workshop model, you do a mini lesson and then you give kids time to read. And obviously there's a lot more that goes into it, but this is kind of your basis here. Before sending them off to read in this first unit, however, I read some of it out loud to them to really help point out the skill that we are learning that day. Reading aloud also shows kids my love of reading and how I hope they're going to approach books that they will choose in the coming year. I am shocked that some middle school teachers think that kids don't like to be read to. It's simply not true and you are missing such a valuable time with your students to not only point out skills and your love of reading, but it really is a bonding time. I actually have a rug in my room and you can listen to my podcast on setting up your library for tips on this um, and I gather them there. It really does make even the most cynical child feel secure and relaxed. And you want to choose a book that kids will be able to discuss easily. So you might want to choose something that has a main character who is about their age. And listen, discussion is not always easy. And boy, do I know that. I mean, it just, it's, it can be hard. Um, I developed a really valuable freebie for you here, though. It is a fiction jam board with discussion questions to go along with any novel. And I'm telling you, this thing is going to change your discussion days. Um, kids are going to post their responses right on the Jamboard. They do it on like an electronic post-it. And if you've used Jamboards before, you know that they can be a nightmare because kids like to post all over the place. But the way that I set it up is that they have a pre-designated spot and they can't write outside of it. And it's all set and it really is like kind of magical. Okay, so trust me, you don't want to miss that freebie because you can really use it all year. All right, so that is my first criteria that it should be engaging. The second, remember we said we don't want it to be overly difficult. I like the idea of starting with reading instead of writing because I know there are a lot of kids who come in either thinking writing is hard, they're not excited about it, or they've had a negative experience with writing. And I would dare say almost every adult, myself included, has experienced this with a teacher when it comes to their writing. And like I said, I chose the first novel to launch the idea of what workshop is. So I chose something shorter. It's a novella, which is just a short novel. And the one that I chose is Mick Hart Was Here by Barbara Park. Well, there, for one thing, and a really important reason I chose it is that I already had a classroom set of this book. Um, I had actually inherited that. And the topic is somewhat serious, was actually very serious, her, because in the book that her brother has died in a bike accident. It's not graphic, it doesn't get into the accident itself. And the main character, she's super relatable, she's a little bit snarky, she's in middle school, and the kids really like this character. And because it's a novella, it's short, and the individual chapters are also short. 
But just because it's short, it doesn't mean it's not valuable. I mean, if you've been teaching language arts for a while, you know short stories are sometimes the most impactful things that you can do. Um, this novella is chock full of important skills, which I'll get to in a moment. And all of my kids can easily handle this book. And like I said, I read some of it aloud. If you do go with the class novel to start, look for a book that is on the shorter side, but make sure it has a relatable main character. I think that's the most important thing. The other book that I would love to start my year with is Freak the Mighty, but you know what? It's a bit longer, and I don't want my first unit running too long because it really is a launch unit to get the kids into um, you know, what we are doing for the year. Okay, the third criteria is to teach the skills that they'll need for the year and the skills they'll need for workshop. So this book does it beautifully. Okay, first of all, I do a lesson on starting workshop and their expectations. I go over what the workshop model is, what their expectations are, and what they can expect from me in a workshop. And when I say expectations, I don't just mean how I'll grade them, which is, you know, of course, important as well. But I mean what they will actually be doing during workshop, where they will sit, how they will have a partner, how much homework to expect, what they can expect from me and the way I will support them. Okay, and I actually make a slideshow of this and I just go over it like I would any other lesson and I teach it to them so that they know. Okay. Um, I like to set my expectations also about discussion and how I expect them to participate. And again, that free Jamboard that I mentioned earlier is really going to help to give you a good framework and, and when you do this. I definitely also want them to know how to use their reading notebooks and my expectations of what a good entry would entail. This is a big topic and probably something I could do a whole podcast on, but suffice it to say now that I give clear examples of entries and show them how to cite text evidence properly so that they are set with this for the year because it's a very important thing that they learn how to do. I also want to set up some skills that they are expected to carry with them and apply throughout the year. So I always begin with a literary terms and plot lesson after we go over all the expectations. This lesson is so key because it is something that I not only go over as a class as a mini lesson, but I put it on their Google Classroom for the year and they are expect to know, expected to know what's in there for the year. I also print a copy of it for their actual writer's notebooks, I'm sorry, their reader's notebooks, because I have kids use a composition book for notes and activities, as well as using a digital platform. And you are in luck, <laughs> because guess what? I have a free mini lesson on literary terms and plot structure. You definitely want to grab this one. It's going to save you a ton of time. It's streamlined, and it's things that every kid needs to know, like the plot line, you know, main characters, different literary terms such as theme and symbolism, and it's all right there for them. Okay, so make sure that you grab that. All right, so my fourth criteria, remember, my fourth and last, is that it should be relatively easy to be met with success. 
I definitely think that this book and this reading unit, that if they are, even, I'm telling you, even if they're not comprehending every single thing, they, if they are in class, they're going to be able to do well with this unit. Um, I do definitely recommend some sort of assessment because, again, that's important for them to see what types of assessments that you give. Um, I would do formative assessments along the way, like grading their reading entries and make that a lower stakes grade and maybe count it less as it's used to help them get better at your expectations for their work for the year. A final assessment could be something like a test on literary terms and how it applies to the novel that you used, which is exactly what I do. But I would give my kids plenty of practice and to do some active study in class, not just writing it on the homework board to study for the test, because you know what? A lot of them don't know how to study. And if you've been teaching for more than a year, you already know this. So kids really don't know how to actively study. If you're telling them you're going to give them a test on a novel, they don't really know what to do. They think maybe I'll reread parts of it, or they, they just really don't understand what it means to apply knowledge. Okay, so I would do this in class for a couple of days. Um, I actually make stations for this, for this first test to have different active study activities for them to cycle through. And I usually do this for two days. So on the first day, I would ask them to decide a way to help them study their literary terms. But I would be very explicit on some very tangible ideas. Maybe I would say, take a choice. You can put them on index cards. You can make online cards. You can use Quizlet. And I'll, I'll link Quizlet in the show notes if you've never used it. It's a great um, online you know, that you can make study cards and take quizzes and stuff like that. It's very active study for the kids. And I would have them, like I said, do that in class so that you can really walk around and make sure that they're engaged. And if they have questions, they can ask. Then maybe for some other literary term stations, they could do things like play a recall game or create their own plot line of the story, um, create their own version of the main character with all of their character traits, um, anything that would really guide them to the test. For this unit, I also uh, created a Kahoot, and I hope that you know what Kahoot is. If you don't, you need to get to know it because you can make uh, these little competitive games for the kids, and they absolutely love it. And it's fun to give out little prizes or stickers as well. Um, but what I did is I had different multiple choice questions about the book, like uh, which person is the book written and what's the point of view? What is an example of rising action and things like that? And with these methods in place, I am not only helping them to do well on the first test because they really don't know what to expect from the test, but to set them up with how to study in the future. Okay, so again, that's a lot to consider, but I do think it is very manageable. Remember, when setting up your first unit, engaging, not overly difficult, teach skills and expectations for your year, and make it relatively easy to be met with success. I would absolutely love to know what unit you are starting with, and if you need any tips, I'm happy to help. My email is in the show notes. 
so I'm happy to connect with you. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check the links that I mentioned in the show notes. My email is available there as well in case you have questions or comments. You can also DM me on Instagram at allinonemiddleschool. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.